0: what's up everybody i'm back with another edition of the state of bitcoin podcast where i'm joined with my good friend john at hashing to heating john is one of the leaders in the space of repurposing bitcoin miners heat for all different kinds of purposes he's just a pleb that really enjoys this aspect of this space and i think it's really fitting because there's an interesting time kind of in the bitcoin mining space if you've been a listener to the show for some time you know i've brought this idea up uh in other mediums whether it's this show or or somewhere else maybe a twitter space or something like that so it's something that's interested me for a long time so we kind of get into it we get into some of his ideas and some other things going on in this space which get me super excited about bitcoin mining in the future so be sure to tune in for another action-packed episode And please do not forget my sponsor. I love them very much. Coddle.co. that's C-O-D-L dot C-O. Use promo code GREENCANDLE at checkout to get everything, your entire order of punch plates and what have you, 10% off for the entire order. You can order $100 worth, get $10 off. You know, just order some of those punch plates. Help your family get their Bitcoin off exchanges during this holiday season. And then purchase a punch plate for them. Uh, Help them punch in their seed phrases. Do all that kind of stuff. Be a good Samaritan. Get those Bitcoin off exchanges. And use coddle.co. And last but not least, ladies and gents, this is not financial advice. So everything you hear in this podcast is not financial advice and should not be taken as financial advice. Strictly opinion only. So yeah, let's get into the episode. Whoosh. What is up, everybody? I'm back with another edition of the State of Bitcoin podcast. But first, I'd like to give a very special shout out to everybody who's been streaming me and boosting me sats on Fountain and listening on any podcasting 2.0 apps. I definitely see all those and they are greatly appreciated, but nobody's really leaving me any reviews. So if you guys want to boost, uh, if you... uh, (laughs) If you uh, want to leave me a boost and something, write a little note. Uh, I will read it on the show. So, um, but also, I do have a very special deal for you. I know Christmas is coming up, end of new year. You know, you want to find something for your favorite bitcoiner. Tell them to get their bitcoin off of exchanges and do it with uh, and store their seed phrase with a steel punch plate from Coddle Co. That's C O D L dot C O. Use promo code green candle and you'll get your entire 10% off your entire order. That is coddle.co and promo code green candle. That's G R E E N C A N D L E for 10% off of your entire order. They've been battle tested and they're coming out with some new products here in the new year. And so be on the lookout for that. And after all this, I've got a very special guest. He's in the waiting room. I got john at hashing to heating john how are you doing today
1: oh great man thanks brandon thanks so much yeah yeah i'm awesome. really
0: excited to uh, have you on here happy holidays yeah happy holidays to you as well i'm really excited to have you on here because of you know everything that's kind of going on in the bitcoin mining space is really fascinating to me especially right now with you know kind of the dilapidated price and and the hash rate kind of increasing but let's take it back a little bit. Let's, let's figure out, you know, your orange pill story, kind of how you got interested in mining and uh, yeah, how you got here today.
1: Oh, great. The orange pill story. I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to try to go words, condense it down. All right. Uh, I'm got the gray hairs. uh, So I'm a little older and I was into the hard money world, trying to understand, you know, old coins and that history of money and all that stuff throughout my whole life. And, knowing something was wrong with the fiat world and seeing everything that's happened and then I was here in uh, the west coast where I live uh, Santa Barbara at for the you know the big crash and the occupy and everything that that came out of that and we were doing a thing called time bank which was working for people with a digital ledger with a you know kind of a condensed simplified version of keeping track of hours and we were sharing hours trying to do a, a way to work outside of the U.S. dollar system. Um, So we were already kind of into that world of like, let's, you credit me five hours, I credit you five hours, everybody shares things. And then we do a community thing where nobody's paying. We're all just trading hours. It was called the hours trader or the time bank, which is worldwide, still exists probably, time bank. And then a bunch of people from there, once upon a time said, hey, have you heard of this Bitcoin thing? And we all ignored it. And then we realized that uh, Hal Finney lived in our town and we ignored that then we, uh, years later, realize, oh, this thing's not going away. And, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, man, it's taking all this energy. Oh, no, fud, 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 energy, environmental. I, I don't know what this is. You yeah. So then I said, don't, don't believe all the hype. Let's see what's going on. What are these things? What are these Bitcoin miners? Let's buy one. Oh, it gets really hot, like everybody. First thing, right? And this is what we're going to talk about today. Well, it's all the, the first things you hear, sound and hot, it's really hot and it's really loud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get one and it's really hot and really loud. And there was no brains and there was no control and there was no this and that. And you're like, oh, my God, what is this thing? I got a jet engine in my house. I got to find a way to quiet it. Do all these things. That was about 2017-ish. Got into it and was like, man, somebody's got to start capturing this heat. Somebody's got to use this heat Uh, because I'm from the green building side and the uh, energy conservation side for many years. So, Put two and two together somebody's got to get into the heat of this thing um here we are many years later and there's been just triumphant improvements even though most people you know like every kind of space in the world you enter the space at a certain time and then you say years later oh when we did it it was like this and that and we didn't have all these things you know and then like someone else that's new is like oh man it's still completely you know confusing and hard and you're like no it's so easy now and they're still like overwhelmed and then five years later they're going to tell somebody else and it's going to be like two clicks and they're still going to be like I don't get you know just the human nature of things so uh so yeah that's kind of the the quick version you know realizing what bitcoin was and then realizing what mining was and yeah I mean it's it's
0: interesting though because you know for for many bitcoiners I feel like the first stage is you know, maybe, uh, get it on an exchange sort of thing, buy it on a Coinbase, buy it on, you know, one of these bigger name exchanges. And then you kind of go through the rabbit hole and then maybe you dabble in shit coins here or there. And then maybe I
1: did all that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then maybe, yeah, you get a node and then you get a miner, but it seems like Mm -hmm. you got a miner pretty early on in your journey. So what was it about, you know, mining that kind of, I guess, drew you to it and, uh, yeah. I mean, my, yeah.
1: My of that? I guess I kind of skipped over maybe that little part. So I got, you know, introduced a few times. We sort of ignored it. Then another, you know, friend was explaining the whole thing to me and I was like, Oh, this is great. But that was, you know, maybe right before Coinbase or right around the dawning of those things. And it was like, well, you can, you know, I was like, go on wherever, you know, some paid some exchange or buy it some weird kind of way through Amazon or whatever it was, there's different ways. And then there was, he was cloud mining. Oh, everybody cloud mine. This is the way to do it. And they had perpetual contracts at that time, which I don't know if they still exist, but it was like a thing where you, you didn't have to. It was slightly different. The one that he got. And then a couple like a year and a half later, I got one that was like, you, had, you know, various clauses. And for a while it was great. And I was like, oh, well, it's cool. You know, I'm cloud mining and this and wherever it was. And it was all made sense and it all worked out and I was doing, you know, it was giving me Bitcoin. And then. Some, you know, the price tanked and this and this. And then they were like, well, you get no more Bitcoin because it costs too much energy. I'm like, wait, hold on, it's all energy. And it's like started putting it And then it was like sort of like the whole sovereignty, like light bulb, you know, lightning bolt was like, boom. It was like, get your miner in your own hands. Who knows what happens to supply chain? Who knows about the future? You have this thing that's gonna like print the real hardest money of the world. You don't just get one. Just have one. <laughs> You plug it in and you know that it's like you know you someone's not going to take it someone's not going to scam you a certain percentage you have it you know and then it's like well how much does it cost and then for me it was really a triple whammy because all i have where i live is electric heating so i have no other option besides turning on an electric wall heater so it is an electric wall heater so to me i was like well i've got to run watts to keep warm here in december in the chilly Southern California winter, which, you know, it gets like 30s at night. So you need like something to keep you warm enough, but it's not like you need a furnace. So they they pretty much install these wall heaters everywhere. And unless you have a bigger house or whatever it is, that's pretty much what you're getting in Southern California is electric wall heater. So, you know, it's easy to plug in an S9. And now with all the improvements, the firmware and the different, you know, brains and various other groups that have done the improvements on that. Now you can set it at, you know, 400 Watts, 500 Watts, super quiet, keeps your house warm, you know, so, but the evolution, you know, that's, that's the exciting part. Right. And so, yeah, that that was like the people told me I got into this, got burned by that. Like you said, you know, shit coined a little bit, not really because I knew what was right. It was only shit coining to get more Bitcoin until I realized that was wrong too. And it came to that, you know, conclusion, but, uh, you know, because I thought I was like, oh, I like blackjack and I like this and that. So I was naturally drawn to be like, oh, sure. You're going to give me how much free, you know, pesos when I just for free Coinbase. Sure. And I'll trade it and then I'll put it in. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, don't do that, kids. Don't sit coin, just Bitcoin. Uh, heat your house, you know, anyway, on to the. Yeah, I guess that's the whole Orange pill story pretty much. Yep.
0: There we go. Yeah. So, I mean. You bring me to you know a little bit of uh, some trials and tribulations you had with with mining too but i think the entire space is on a very very interesting kind of trajectory right now because you know the past couple months we've seen a lot of uh miners uh data storage places like that were that were doing mining kind of go bankrupt and and mm-hmm. you know because we're seeing this price float around from anywhere from like 16 to 20k about And we see the hash rate kind of increasing. Um, So, you know, I guess just a a bird's eye view. What what is your overall view on the uh, uh, on the entire uh, mining Mm. industry kind of going into this next year?
1: Yeah, I was looking down not to ignore you there. I was looking. I'm going to read you an email. This is like literal. (laughs) This is one of these things, magical kind of thing. This came this morning. Uh, I'm not going to share the guy's name or anything like that just yet. But this is this is. It's like, woo, right? I mean, this is the perfect thing, but I'll it's more like I'm gonna hook him up with some people there. But so he says, Hey, this is to the, to my um hashing to heating info page, you know, and you got an option there of like, you know, uh half, you know, free consultation thing. I just want to talk to you, I want to sell something, or I want to do something in my area, like as a partner, right? So he wrote under the partner one. I am a European Bitcoin miner, and with all that's happening in the energy markets, it's almost like AI is writing this <laughs> for our show today. With all that's happening in the energy markets, I've started looking into alternative uses of heat generated by mining. That's how I found your company. I'm fascinated by your work and believe that this is an amazing time for a product that provides cost savings to both retail and industrial energy users, especially in this part of the world, Europe. I have great connections with industrial sites, ag production, dairy, warehouses, et cetera, and would love to look into ways to combine forces. So this is big business in Europe. There's big business in so that's kind of the thing. There's there's big business, for sure, way interested because they see and they use massive amounts of heat and they have massive amounts of energy and massive amounts of money. <laughs> so like those combinations, right? They're like, okay, we've got to do X amount of megawatts into this greenhouse anyway. So these are our options. These are our things that are on the market. Okay. They're interested, right? Because they know their long-term thing is we're in Alberta, we're in Northern Europe, we're going to heat this greenhouse 7.8 months of the year here's our budget, what do we do with it? And that makes sense to them, right? So then it's like, so a regular smaller person sort of should maybe look to that logic and realize that if, if bigger organizations see that then there must be some sense to it and then scale it way back to the smaller version. I don't know, I had, it's like that, like I made a little meme the other day where it was sort of like Bitcoin to infinity, not worth doing it at home, right? You're like, oh. Which if you believe either, or if you believe the one, you definitely have, can't believe the other one because they're like, oh, of course it's worth doing it. yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, so there's big, there's definitely big interest and there's big projects like that are warming my green environmental heart that like sort of got into this to say, all oh, the FUD is wrong. Let's show you how the FUD is wrong, right? So I mean, imagine like you know, the optimum picture, which is not far away because all these things exist, is capturing landfill methane, mining Bitcoin on the landfill methane, heating uh, container and vertical greenhouses run on the LEDs off the same power and feeding the local community in places that are cold or, you know, nutrition starved or whatever you want to call it of, you know, good leafy green. So like all those I was working with this group in the midwest and that's kind of what they're going for they've got the kind of landfill angle and they want to test out some containers but now they're looking to say well now that we're going to do that what can we do instead of just use dry coolers can we do something with the heat these stackable kind of like you know greenhouses are out there so it's just a matter of like kind of the companies talking to each other you know and and me not necessarily me or others or whoever, you know, this is the free open source deal. Like let's make it happen. Those are simple things. There's containerized production of all kinds of stuff, you know, mushroom, legal mushrooms, whatever, whatever's legal in your state, you can put in a container. And if you need heat, you can get the heat from the miners. And if you got free power, like landfill stuff. So, I mean, it just, it totally crushes every ESG or any kind of event, you know, I have an environmental science degree. I have a building science background. I, you know, it's like, don't argue with me on the, on that part because I know that part. And this is what I'm trying to get over to those people in those industries to say, look at Bitcoin mining. It solves the things you guys are working on, right? So, I mean, and this guy, like Europe's waking up, right? They've got the European um, passive house standard, which is essentially a, it's like a lead for homes on steroids, like they give you like 1500 Watts or a certain number of Watts for all your heating capacity. So you have to make the home super, super insulated, super, super perfect. You know, all the, you know, won't get into that, but you can look up passive house standard. Um, and that's, you know, a gigantic checklist and a way with way of testing the air tightness to make sure that this home is ultra efficient. So you use very low Watts. And Bitcoin miner, you know, perfect, right? But they're sort of like down the line of like, wow, well, we have to do it this way. And you're like, or this way, you know? So this is where we're at in the industry. That I mean, there's been so many exciting things even in the last couple months. I mean, I liked, I was going to use a, uh, a tricky way of putting it. Maybe like things have gotten quiet, but in a good way, right? Because there's like all these cool little home base or not home base, I should say, um, Crypto Cloaks has got a really cool little project now where he's got like, everybody's gone. I've I've got one too. I'm not going to show my own thing. We've all got our ways of going back to the basics saying this thing is loud. This thing is hot. All right, well, it's loud. What can I do about that? I can either take the basic thing that's loud and try to shut it up or I can realize what's making it loud, pull those things off of it and find another way to cool it. Right? So people get a lot, like there's a lot of confusion, I think, in the home mining space or the heating, you know, kind of just the mining space in general. We're going to come out with a nice kind of long version video of like some ASIC basics kind of soon because there's a lot of, you know, it's, it gets jumbled around like any new science because people hear different things, right? And It's like we have to strip it way, way back and say there are electric chips that have to get rid of the heat. It goes through another metal piece to get rid of the heat. You can cool that with air. You can cool that with putting it in some oil. You could probably find other ways to do it. But as long as the chip itself is cool, like I make a joke where you could say, uh, you could put it on the end of a windmill thing and whip it around really fast. As long as it was all connected and you know, as long as the chip reads cool, it doesn't have a brain. So it's like I'm happy, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna hash. So you can strip that back and think about it from an engine, you know, way like that, and say, I can cool it from any way I can. I can put it in line of something else. that's already making air. Maybe there's a system somewhere that's running 24 seven to do air exchange on your house. That was how I first got into the inline fan project that I'm in now was let's, let's put it into places already running air 24 seven mall ventilation, whatever it might be, or get rid of the fans, get rid of the noise, get another fan that comes from the indoor gardening uh, space and like all this advancement that's happening in, in fan speed control from the indoor gardening let's say that uh clandestine in the indoor gardening space has developed a lot of really quiet really specialized air control for heating and cooling and ventilation so we've taken all that equipment and made quieter ways of cooling an asic so that's all it really is but it's for everybody that wants to do it at home, that's the major concern. Do I buy the thing and spend a couple hundred bucks or whatever it might be building something to keep it quiet? Or do I buy the thing, take it apart, still got to spend you know a hundred, couple hundred bucks or whatever it is on the other stuff. But now the other stuff is a different system that you could build into something else. You could put it in your living room, like the crypto clerks one, uh, the Heatbit bit one made some news this last couple of weeks. That's kind of a, you know commercially available one um it, i think dennis porter did his thing it kind of made a you know big video splash i posted about that and stuff so they're available on the market you can get those every single thing of course is going to have its pros and cons you know in our space we like to keep it as open as possible you know letting everybody choose whatever pools they want or whatever but you know people there's products out there i guess that's the that's the bottom line is there for a while there wasn't even anything you know that you could buy now there's Few things you can buy, a few things you can make, few things you can buy the, you know, 3D printed parts and make it really easy. Like my little thing is, you know, buy a few things from this manufacturer, put it together with after you. I'm talking with Rick at Crypto Cloaks. I'm real excited. He's going to take my stuff and make the 3D parts that you need. So that's going to make that all, you know, really off the shelf, you know, just buy these components and call me up for your little consult or whatever it is. And we'll get it put together and get you moving along, you know.
0: There we go. Yeah, Rick's great. I've also had him on the pod uh, not too long, or maybe early on. I guess I, I've almost been doing this for a year now, so um, a decent amount of time ago. But yeah, he's uh, he's great. And uh, but I want to bring it back because you do have an interesting background, and you brought up the ESG policies mm-hmm. and like that kind of fud that was going around for you know quite some time, but. Like you said, it has been kind of quiet on that front now, especially with everything that's kind of going on in the energy markets and, you mm. know, with the war in Russia and Ukraine and everything sure, sure. That. They
1: have a different focus.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, do you kind of see that, I guess, moving the other direction now where people are going to start to embrace Bitcoin mining? Um, you know, I, I know you said you're seeing like some more big businesses come and approach you, but... I still feel like some of the regulators are, you know, anti Bitcoin. Um, so where do you kind of see that going? Um, and do you still think that this ESG FUD is going to be a continuing angle that they're going to use like going forward?
1: I mean, for Bitcoin specifically, I think let's for ESG itself, what is it? I mean, I don't even know what it is, right. It's environmental, social and geopolitical. What's the G, uh, I'm about to look, because I don't even know. Um, social justice. I thought there was justice involved, but gee, must be.
0: Uh, I thought it was. Environmental, social, and governance. Oh,
1: governance. Great. Not governance, not government. I mean, I'm all for governance rather than government. <sighs> governance kind of sounds better for the people. But yeah, I mean, like to me, I get. Tri- I hate that. I hate I hate ESG only because it's hijacked what I feel is like the true conservation, sustainability, environmentalist movement, if you were, right? Like if you go to like Rachel Carson or Sand County Almanac, uh, Aldo Leopold or some of these older writings that were conservation-based, essentially what we all call is, you know, people call regenerative agriculture. They call it sustainable ag. They call it, um, you know, what they would call it based. (laughs) If they read all those books, like San county almanac or things you know those old traditional that the environmental movement sort of came from they would say that's the same thing that we believe in today as bitcoiners but now that government and now that corpse and what you know carbon credits and whatever all this other stuff gets involved in it's kind of like you know uh the hollywoodization or something of it it's kind of you know where they ignore true they have true environmental science and and atmospheric science at the root, maybe, but maybe they don't address other causes, right? Which fiat currency, <laughs> the IMF loans, World Bank, you know, they're not going to address the bigger causes of things. You know, population increase because this person doesn't allow birth control or this happening to w- women's rights and how they're not going to address those things that are the root of it. They're going to skirt all the issue and they're going to say something like you know blame this person that's polluting this you know and even that they skew completely ridiculously right they're not saying no more happy meal toys mcdonald's no more 700 containers of plastic from you know, they're not saying that right they're saying no more running an electric thing in your house that makes you warm so so they that's going that's going to get blown away as soon as the as soon as this big move goes on to landfill gas, which is another methane, I mean, they were they already do it for the flare gas, which probably quieted, you know, the, the fire a little bit on the ESG, but not enough because it's still just power companies and gas companies doing it. And they're ultimately the evil anyway. So they're not going to be happy with that, but they're, they are not going to ever be able to deny landfill gas, which they've identified as the biggest one of the biggest problems so bitcoin mining starts eating away on that and like the, the one they did with the um uh, i think it's called stronghold um if i'm not mistaken the one that's doing the waste coal in pennsylvania which is my home state so it made me super excited like no one's touched it for 100 years you know these piles of waste and you can say what it, that's the problem with you know you can say whatever, and you can push it to whatever, and you can do whatever study. But if someone takes action and addresses the issue, right? Then, then you can't argue, and then the other people can't argue because you can say, "Well, what was your alternative?" You haven't done it twenty-five years. Like, moving that—that excites me about Bitcoin, and that makes me think that that's it is about to flip because you know you can't you can't deny when um, here's a couple of projects. Um, uh what's his name uh what's he go by on on twitter right now but uh the bitcoingreenhouse.org if you want to look that one up bitcoin greenhouse uh Ninja or still btc that's still btc is his uh thing there northern hemisphere you know far-reaching places where they don't get as much sunlight but they usually run on diesel or they usually run on like really polluting things now they're going to convert now they're going to run on greenhouses on bitcoin now they're going to feed their population instead of importing things and shipping the goods so, i mean you can't even you know it's just like a retroactive like um synergistic wheel that what do they call it the flywheel effect so it's like a flywheel effect of like well we've removed all these different emissions and we've fed the people and when they write articles like that and it becomes bitcoin at the bot, you know like what can they say you know they're just going to be like okay sorry and and they'll be like every other politician and every other you know whatever person that flips and just says like you know they'll become an advocate and they'll think it was all their idea and whatever it is and we can it doesn't matter because there's only 21 million and we know that so they'll be late and we'll be here and we'll say here you go here's your equipment you
0: know? yeah exactly and uh you know i've kind of alluded to it a couple times in this conversation about you know just the overall state of bitcoin mining but you know, what really interests me about what you're doing and what, um, you know, you're, you're I mean, I guess you said companies are kind of reaching out to you and some of these other projects that you you brought up is that it seems like it's either one repurposing lost energy or energy that isn't being used or two, finding use for the heat, which you would already need. And so those two things don't really like the the price of Bitcoin doesn't really matter so much so do you kind of see this as like the future whether it's you know people are gonna kind of keep heating their homes with with Bitcoin miners or finding uses for the the heat somewhere else opposed to just you know some of these either one publicly traded mining companies that are just mining mm-hmm. Bitcoin to mine Bitcoin and just trying to you know make the yeah. profit off of that or you know um, just even at home miners who are just strictly concerned with the price and that's the reason why
1: they're doing it Yeah, I mean, good question. Uh, I think that you know, there's there's multiple answers for every question, right? For sure. Uh, I talk a lot with my hands. It's pretty amazing. I I noticed that when I'm on video. Um, Yeah, there's like you know, there's a lot of ways to look at that too. And I think there's room, you know, room in the space for everyone. But I'm going to harken back to another one of the things that sort of pushed me from just the idea of this to like actually trying to pursue it as a business opportunity is. Uh, Troy cross and Andrew, um, Andrew Bailey have their paper and it's on, it's on my page kind of, you know, under it's on my page, a couple of different spots, but essentially their premise is because, because of the way the protocol is, as we all know, right. It's a milkshake theory, or it's a, there's this, there's 6.25 Bitcoin per block reward plus transaction fees that here it is every seven, 10 minutes. Okay. Even if you're only getting 1,200 sats a day for running your S9 at 400 watts, or what, you know whatever it might be, you're trickling your little bit of heat. Imagine it, you know. It's now, 10,000 apartments—that's not even that many, right? But that's you know, you know, sort of like the scale thing. I, the way I look at it is, none of the if in in my perfect world, any operable hashboard should just be running until it's dead, completely dead on this earth. And if it's running somewhere, what hash rate is always going to creep up. That's good. Decentralization is good. Having little ASICs everywhere. Every, you know, so many people, a lot of people in this space, the the most exciting part is it's so inspirational for so many people because everybody says, Oh, I can make a toaster thing. I can do that. Yes. Yes. Every single one. And like the best part is like when engineers come on and say, an engineer will write me, oh, I could do this better. And it's like, well, definitely please all you engineers out there, whatever, you know, like make us look like idiots, please do it. Make it, make whatever we do today look dumb in five years. Yes. Because the more it's like integrated, what then forget, forget making Bitcoin illegal, right? Or forget any of those things. If they're in, if they're in normal little people's homes and like, you know, people take all this from different directions. I got a a dude, um, his name's Clay, um, Bitcoin cowboy. He's up in uh, Wyoming area or something. And he's doing like, his project is kind of trying to get uh, these easy, you know, standalone units—they're going to provide a base load heat to places up in those mountain communities where they're still going to need additional heat, probably. But they're just going to run it like, you know, nine months out of the year in the basement kind of thing, providing base load heat. He's going to—I shouldn't step too—shouldn't ma- say too many things about people's ideas. But one of his concepts is basically like a group that would own them and then provide them to homes where people don't really have to know a whole lot about it because maybe they're not Bitcoiners, but they want. They just want a standalone box put here. I get this much per month. I can get it in Bitcoin. I can get it in dollars. I'm warm. This other person comes and takes care of it for me. right. So there's like. There's everything from that to somebody I saw, you know, all my posts are just full of these things, but it's like, you know, a guy putting the heat through his worm bins under his stairs, like a guy putting it through, you know, wherever it works. That's the magic of it. Right. It's like really simple. Get Take back to basics takes power, makes heat, makes sound. Those are the three things, figure those things out, control it in different ways, put it to different pools. You know, you can play. once you get those things you kind of can go off on all those different directions and, you know, play around with the minutia, yeah. but it's, it's always gonna give off the, you know and then there's like, well, what's the optimum for this? What's it, there's that, it's always gonna give off the Watts for the heat. Or, I mean, it's always gonna give off the heats for the Watts that's being put in. It just kind of depends on where that goes, you know, what you do with it, that that's, those are the things that are up to you or the, you know, but yeah. Hash rate always going to go up. And if the more and more and more ASICs, you know, it's impossible to tell because you hear things like Intel getting involved. We don't that that's game. That's like world changing. Like, we don't even know, like, you know, I don't want to speculate because we don't know, but you know, the speculation on, other big group I was talking to somebody about that the other day and it's like if you can't uh, realize that the amount of energy and the amount of like meetings and the amount of engineering and like evaluation or whatever it is that it takes at a big company like that to make a decision to steer to make trips like they see things that you know they're not like they must know that it's going to be around forever because they wouldn't take I don't think they would take that gamble. And commit that kind of, you know, who am I to say? But it's Intel. Right? You know, you think those kind of companies don't operate like that? You you know more than me with the you know, the investment stuff.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I definitely think it's interesting that a lot of these bigger companies are kind of getting into it. You know, um, that's what that's where I kind of get get a little worried though, because, you know, we're gonna have a lot of mining companies get in you know you you said you already said intel but i mean i'm thinking like the big mm-hmm. uh you know oil and gas companies like shell exxon um some of these bigger guys that have a lot of these plants that you know obviously they're going to be capturing that flare off gas and using that to mine bitcoin well i mean at the end of the I mean, day what's to
1: stop them from just just firing up things and burning the oil that they pull i mean yeah if they I want know, to exactly. i mean
0: doing yeah. all that too and uh you know, at, at the end of the day, they don't really care about the price. So, I mean, for the the pleb where, you know, we're always thinking number go up, number go up, you know, at the end of the day, if they're just, you know, mining Mm -hmm. Bitcoin and they don't really care too much about the price, I mean,
1: they're they're, they're
0: capitalists, right? So they they care a little bit of it, but, you know. That's
1: that's where I think, like, I mean, I, it's kind of fun because, you know, we're on a live thing and we're recorded and all those things. You kind of always want to be, control your, thoughts a little bit about, you know, big oil or whoever, but, you know, like, yeah, they, um, I, I think a big miners big publicly traded miners is they have to sell their product. Their only product is Bitcoin. So they have to sell their product if they, you know, maybe for a public opinion viewpoint or whatever it is, or however, you know, they do their, energy purchases and stuff like that but but like them having i can see it this way because what what always happens is satoshi fixes it right like eventually the havings are going to fix this the difficulty they're there's never going to be um i don't know we get into this a lot on my on my little spaces and stuff on the weekend because people are kind of like there's two camps you know it's like oh there shouldn't be big miners or there's and i'm sort of like on the fence. And I think there's reason for, and it's like, well, who better to buy all that equipment at super high prices, use it for a while, give it, sell it off, which they have been always. Right. So that's where all the S-9s came from. So now there's going to be S-19s and you can buy them for two grand or less. They were 10 grand a couple, like not even a year and a half or two years ago. Right. So like they take the big hit. Pleb miners aren't going to buy the newest equipment, right? Who's got the money to buy the new wet miner, water-cooled thing that barely even runs in your house unless you spend a bunch of money to redo your electrical infrastructure, right? Nobody's buying these things, but big miners and big operations like a greenhouse or a aquaponics thing or whatever it is that's buying these on big scale, make those companies able to stay in business and then two years later offer the little home water heater or something, but they can't do that right off the bat offering because there's not because there's not a hundred thousand people willing to buy the water heater tomorrow because even though we think there are as bitcoiners there probably aren't i mean yeah, you know, if it was in home depot and maybe you know like that whole thing but yes it's it's all those things are probably coming too you know because you saw heat bit and you saw like there's been people that have tried this there's a lot of brands you know like i don't want to get into all the minutiae and the different avenues i've gone and like i think it's I almost i had a shower thought think this morning about that like how to how to work a combined uh water heater into one sort of thing because to me it's you're preheating water with the bitcoin miners and then you have a tank that is a water heater you don't necessarily want to always rely on the bitcoin miners because they don't have like that rampability right they're only running at a certain watts so even if you turn them up to the max and say someone comes and takes three showers well, now the next showers, they have to wait so long for that to actually heat up that water versus if it was, you know, there's so there's a lot of like minutia, like I said, to it, that's getting all worked out, but um, yeah, exciting field. I mean, it's, it's all over the place.
0: Yeah. And it definitely seems like there's a lot of development, especially like in that area that you're saying and, and the two that I kind of brought up earlier, either like you know repurposing the heat or capturing wasted energy and i think that's where everybody's kind of you know this industry is really going to and you know that's that's like i said it, it does worry me a little bit about the publicly traded miners because i think a lot of them have you know extensive amount of hash but i think you know but right now
1: bitcoin yeah i guess i mean still and they're dumb if they they've uh this is like an offhand uh an offhand example right but i was thinking about this like a long long time ago you know for, when you first goes down all the various rabbit holes you like your brain like kind of like game game theories out a whole bunch of different things and you're like well, what would happen if this and that was during the day of like oh my god Grayscale's buying up all the bitcoin right because it was like grayscale buys more than the minor capacity each day like and you're like well, how is this you know and that of course that ended right but then like other stories were like okay um you know, this basketball team has paid is now paying so many players in Bitcoin or whatever it was, right? And you'd be like, okay, well, that's interesting. Or this hockey team did this, or they. All. So a few pro sports allowed some Bitcoin to be, you know, paid out. And then I started looking at like pro sports complete salary caps for like the NHL, and then, you know, if you look at like a few of the different things, and you're like, okay, that's, you know, and if if only five percent of the players wanted their salary in bitcoin what would it be you know okay it's this many big and it was a staggering number right if you looked at any like kind of big numbers organizations like that you know where it's like they pay their salaries of hundreds of millions well if they're buying bitcoin well it's how much bitcoin okay it's a lot of bitcoin what if one of those teams did say they all wanted to be paid in, you know especially during the bull runs and stuff because you get all the hype and uh, this guy's getting paid in bitcoin and You know, you start looking at those kind of things and then you start thinking, well, if you're a, if I do, you know, the, whatever you want to call it, the financial manager of those kind of groups, right? Then you're left with this kind of dilemma of like, okay, Bitcoin price is 16 grand now. These guys say they want 400 million USD. It also depends on whether they sign their contract in like, I want 3.0 Bitcoin per month or I want... $150,000 US in Bitcoin per month. Like, right. So that could be like, that's different. They don't, they don't know that. And then when the, the bean counters at the office of like the Philadelphia Eagles or whatever, say, all right, you know, we either need 400 Bitcoin next year, or we need, you know, 500 million or whatever in this, do we buy it now or do we buy it at the moments when those players want it? Or, what if we wait to buy it when those players want it and it's 70 grand and they want three Bitcoin, not 100,000 US? So it gets really wacky when you sort of like think about what's what could happen by little things that we don't think about, like really maybe as miners and, and stuff like that. So it's like, and then where are those organizations going to acquire that Bitcoin? The same thing applies to the big public miners where. Right, like they have a quote fiduciary responsibility to their stockholders, so they have to have a their books and their um, holdings. Maybe it behooves them to hold when the price is down because, or yeah, I mean, depending on how they see it, right? It might be worse for them to sell at a lower price for their stockholders than it would be to hold a certain percentage and have their company value go up.
0: Yeah, I mean I had um, Jeron Melrude on my pod a couple weeks ago and he does a lot of good analysis on uh, Bitcoin publicly traded Bitcoin miners so if you haven't checked out that episode you know in the audience you should definitely check that one out but one of his uh, one of his big stances is is like you know Bitcoin miners you got to look at them similarly to like you know either oil um, oil and gas companies, or like gold miners, like these companies, for majority of them, they don't really, they try to distance themselves from the volatility of whatever asset that they're, you know, obtaining, and they're strictly just going that off the business. And I think for the Bitcoin miners, the publicly traded ones, at least, you know, it got all the Twitter likes and, you know, everything like that for them to hodl Bitcoin, obtain it, not sell any of it. Or even, you know, just kind of double down and just buy some. But in the end, you know, they were all doing that and being really irresponsible when, um, you know, it was a bull market. Everybody was looking like a genius. Everybody was jumping up and down. Bitcoin at 69K, you know, all this and that.
1: Take a couple loans.
0: Yeah, Um, exactly. But, you know, this is where I think, you know, the things that you're doing and that others in the space are doing to kind of find the lost energy or repurpose the heat. Um, you know, can be very beneficial because the price doesn't matter as much and, you know, you're still you, you get, gaining that purpose. Um, so, you know, uh, you've listed a couple of the, you know, uh, I guess, um, I guess uh, like in-home applications, right? So you think you live in the North, you're in, you're in Southern California, so you don't really don't need that heat that often. So what are yeah. the, uh, I guess, cooler things? You, maybe you don't have to go into, too deep and if you want to keep some of these projects close to the vest i don't know i'll
1: share it there at all you know me but i think that like for some people for some capturing some heat or doing something where you're focusing more like it comes back to that sort of thing like are you a miner are you a miner that's figuring out something to do with your heat and your goal is like to mine right so it's all like the I say every single situation is definitely um, custom or unique, I guess. Right. Because there's definitely, you know, there's no blanket statement and there's no easy way to answer for everybody because they're definitely, you know, they're unique. Like, um, but they're simple, simple enough questions, right? Like what's your power source? What's the situation with your power source? Hey, if you happen to be Mr. Lucky guy and you know, you're whatever it is. And for some reason, you know, you're, your property has a waterfall. Your thing has this. You live on an old mill site. What well, doesn't matter. If you have some, you know, super free, cheap power source that's constant all year long, well, then maybe you're a miner first that just wants to run your miners and maximize Bitcoin because you're essentially have free energy or waste energy or something that's not, you know, so there's, there's the waste energy. I'm a miner. Oh, I can also do something with my heat, but I'm primarily a miner needing to get rid of my heat or keep it, you know, sound, whatever you might you know, have to deal with for your operation, but you have some free power and your uh, home, right? So this is you know home versus business versus all that, but let's I guess we'll stick at home, right? You have a property with cheap power, or you live in an area of the country that has cheap power, cheap enough power year long where it gets tricky is like where I live. They have the tiers. Um, back in PA where my sister's at, she says, oh, no, it's all just the same rate the whole time. I think you should check on that. But everybody should check on the different things, different seasons. Maybe they'll give you a different rate on electricity based on, like, I know in Minnesota and all those places where those guys are, they'll give you incentives to not use gas and to use electricity in the winter. So it's almost like a triple thing to actually go for heating in the winter in those cold places that do that. So... Minutia aside essentially you can see that it could be like well where i live i have to be careful running not too warm all the time because then i'll break into the next highest tier of electricity and then it becomes you know ultimately ridiculous it's already ridiculous at the lowest tier in california but more and more and more ridiculous. so wherever your specific place is figure out that right so it's, does it cost you hardly anything or does it cost you a lot well if it costs you a lot And you still want to mine, then you're definitely going to have to do something with the heat to make it worthwhile for you. Find something that's costing you money to heat now. See if we can integrate it with that. And if it's worthwhile, right? I mean, of course, you're, you know, I live in a certain little small square foot thing and whatever. I don't have the ability to, you know, redo my whole hot water system, whatever it is. You know, it's all case by case basis, right? If you're a homeowner and you have the ability, sure. If you're a little apartment dweller and you just, you can't like necessarily tell everybody to do everything or to like spend a whole bunch of money. That's not going to get ROI back for 20 years. But if it's something simple enough, then, you know, then they could take advantage of that. So cost of power, are you a miner up upfront that's trying to mine, or are you a person that's willing to say, uh, I'm just a heater and I'm going to get some sats when I heat electrically. And when I don't need heat, I'm just not mining and that's okay with me. Like I'm not a not a miner, right? I'm not gonna say, like, I'm gonna keep running this thing in June and stick it out my window and pay five times the cost of spot sats for my power because I wanna be a home miner maniac. Like that's just ridiculous. I mean that nobody, you know, even even if Bitcoin does go to infinity, I'd still rather not run up my power bill well, me personally, I'm not going to run my power in the summer as an environmental guy and put it out the window. I'm not saying people can't like, again, if it, especially if their source sources like somehow green or waste energy or something else, by all means, man, run, run the miners, a hundred miners in your barn all day. If you got to, you know, if you're not making more emissions or, or like, you know, hurting the grid or whatever it is, if it's your own little backyard thing, have at it. But, um, you know, so that's kind of the, The two ways of looking at it: Am I willing to turn it off, or am I not willing to turn it off? You know, so that's kind of like the the simple heating up space. But then now we're talking pools, um, hot. You know, everybody says hot tub. Everybody says that problem with hot tubs is there's such a small amount of water, and they're generally super insulated, and they're generally, especially nowadays, they're even made where. (laughs) Talk about this blew my mind the other day. Buddy of mine says. In Southern California, they make them, they make ones now for Southern California that don't have a heating element. They're super insulated, they're super this and this, and they run 24 7 on this small little pump for the filtration and all the other stuff. But the way it's made, they capture the heat from the small filtration pump, and that's enough. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you, you can't necessarily say you're going to put a Bitcoin miner in every hot tub, but you could make a full system that's heating a pool and a hot tub constantly and that's that's um got a project now in virginia hopefully that comes to fruition that's like that i'm working with uh, michael at, at um nakamoto heating uh, schnitzel you guys might know him as schnitzel but he's uh lives out in that area guy wanting to do that he doesn't want to do anything else just the pool standalone kind of thing so it's outdoors then you know then we got a little factor of like well do you build a little case around the units do you build a container small size container for backyard you know most people want to do it maybe in their basement garage something that's kind of protected so now we got to you know build something around it that kind of thing so you know there's always like little ins and outs your particular site how far is it from the power box Do you have to you know complications in every kind of thing with building or retrofitting um, there's a guy i've been talking with but i haven't heard from a little bit but he's doing a um You know, if you're at a brand new, if you're ready to build a brand new custom home, perfect. Because then you can think ahead, you can plan, you can either, you know, run the electrical for a future mining setup. You can integrate that with your, you know, what they're gonna build traditionally. Like we're gonna build this forced air heater here. We're gonna have these two hot water tanks here. Well, talk to the builder, have them integrate. You know, that's, that's the best place you could possibly be is You're building something because then you can design it from scratch. Retrofitting, you know, you see it all over the place. There's people do all these different systems and everyone's, as long as they work and as long as they're safe and applicable, they're good with me. But to me, I'd rather not try to tie in too much to existing furnaces in an older home. I'd rather maybe put something that's a standalone thing and let the furnace run on its own. If needed just just to make it simpler to be able to move in and out of the house or not uh, air balancing things like that kind of gets complicated with ducks so i don't i don't i try to do like a standalone type thing if uh you know but there's yeah it's great there's there's stuff happening with the pools uh lincoln pools are really cool like newish pool out there that's kind of like the new pleb pool uh, i think they're out of canada and they're like doing some you know, kind of cool things where you can remote in and see your miners and like control some more stuff. So, you know, like the magic of Bitcoin, there's somebody that's geeking out on each particular little facet of it. Right. You know, like I got another dude who's helping me, uh, Zach, super awesome guy, Zach, he's got a product, you know, there's products that are going to blow minds for sure. I'll keep some of them a little bit close, but you know, just because they're really close to being out there and they're exciting. But, um, there's people working on every little aspect like, Oh, you know, you can think any idea you can come up with, Hey, is somebody coming up with an app? Yeah. Someone's probably, you know, is somebody finding a way to make run an S 19 at home without doing it? Yeah, they are, you know, like, so it's, they're going to come out, then they're going to be a garage version. then we're going to make a perfected version. And then it's, you know, so, but the next having is also coming too. you know, so all these things are kind of like, Oh, you know, th- you talk about hash rate yeah that that was a mind blower the other day somebody was um it was zach at uh at kaboom racks was uh we were making some jokes you know some twitter vent or whatever it was about you know like being like a hash addict or something if there's is there going to be hash a anonymous anonymous you know if we get my one-year chip my five-year chip and i was just like oh i said if i sent you a picture you know he said if you sent me some proof of a one-year chip or something and I, you know put some old pictures from 2018 or something. And then I kind of went back to like, looked, I went back into brains or something and I scrolled way down and I was like, all right, let me just look at the first, you know, first times I was hashing or something like that. And I was like, and I started looking closer and I was like, oh, this is what they mean. I was like, it was like 12 hash on like the whole entire pool or no, sorry. It was, it's 14 something now, it was two something then. So it was like 7.5 times higher ectahash hash on brains since starting, and the rewards per block were bigger now than a daily reward for a whole day. And the hash rate has gone from like 35 or 50, 42 or something then to 300, so that's 10x on hash rate worldwide. So I mean, you can't even like kind of fathom those things. That's why I, oh, that bring, I guess that brings me perfectly to the the question that every person asks. Uh, can you give me an ROI and can you give me a this or that? And can you give me that? I'm like, absolutely no. You know, like there's a define value, define your projected value of Bitcoin, define when you want to sell it, define if you're giving it to your kids, define value, of KYC free sats, define, you know, providing for network security, define uh, heating your home, define, you know, a uh, hobby for your kids education uh tech you know d- technical skill building define all these things define uh future price of bitcoin and future hash rate and future difficulty adjustments so when you get when you get those things penciled out put that into equation and by then it'll all be wrong again <laughs> because someone else will come up with a better this or that so it's either uh oh that was what i came with this morning it's like you always hear um what is it time and time in the markets beats timing, the markets, right? So why don't we just say time in the mining beats timing, the mining. You, you know, you either like you want to get into it and you do the thing and you want to, you know, maybe you break even over a certain amount of time. And that's that thing I just mentioned before. I was like, well, what is your power cost? Who knows? What's your power cost going to be next five years from now? You know, maybe they, uh, Well, here's the thing, right? If you're the big player, if you're uh, one of the big industry peeps or whatever it is, if you're somebody that's moving in big markets, you can qualify for carbon credits if you electrify one megawatt or more of previously fossil-fueled heating water or boiler or whatever it might be, right? So if you're a big group and you're – that's why these kind of – the other reason why these – greenhouses and others kind of maybe look at that kind of stuff. Cause they can see that side of it too, but there's, there's carbon credits for big industry moving to electrification, which makes it perfect for this. I mean, of course there's that's, that's a big asterisk, right? Cause everyone will always say that, well, there's more efficient ways of create, taking electricity and creating heat. Absolutely. Yes, there are. And there are limitations to those outdoor temperature, Upfront costs, long-term maintenance, other kind of things that don't limit them, but are physical barriers or, or f- physiological barriers, you know, to, to that working everywhere. But for all the places that it does, yes, there's ways, but they don't pay you SATS back and they don't provide Bitcoin network security, um, and all those other things. So yeah, there's I think there's ways to work in conjunction with that. And then yeah, there's people working on that. How do I improve heat pump technology with Bitcoin miner technology? How do I integrate the two, have something up front and then have, you know, something on the back end or I'm in Canada. This is going to come on from December to Jan to February. This excess additional heater is going to come on. But from all the whole rest of the winter, I'm going to run my miner. Right. So they they don't have to be negating each other. They can be hand in hand or they can be supplemental, I guess. Um, you know, to me, I think it's, it's wide open. There's any, you know, it's those simple things. This thing takes Watts. This thing makes heat. go for it engineers. What can you do with this thing? Right. I mean, it's, it's out there. Um, But I'm excited about like the, this, the heat punk movement, like we kind of, I don't know, we came up with that one in LA. Somebody said that we were all sitting around the table and like it was Schnitzel and me and like a bunch of various other kind of people looking at his little uh, uh, immersion, to, you know, cooler design thing, the basic kind of setup to show people. It's, it wasn't, you know, that you should do it that way, but it's like, you could show people what it is. And, um, and he's got his open source, you know, thing for that, which is super cool. Um, but, you know, people are like, what do you guys call yourselves? And, you know, we're like, well, we're, you know we don't have a name, and some you know, heat punks came up, so I'm going with heat punks. Uh, there's pleb minor month. There's, I don't know, my I'll give a shout out to John, uh, you know, pleb minor John or John DiGiacomo that's his name on Twitter. Uh, and like it's uh, the unforgivable, what are they, ungovernable misfits show, uh, with Max, uh, bit by bit Max, all those guys. They they just did their um pleb minor month, which is I believe we do it. Is it September or October? I can't remember. I think it's October. But, um, you know, and he's got tons more content all the time on there. So like, there's a lot of, and then my page, you know, all my DIY stuff and everything. So there's like this big interest in, in doing the home mining stuff. And I think now we've got the tools and we've got, you know, like Rick at crypto cloaks and like all these kind of like people coming out with all these really easy accessories and really easy DIY things to, to you know, to how you can do the, you know, keep it quiet, keep it cool keep it clean, right? It's a simple thing, right? If you can filter it or keep the thing clean all the time, it's gonna run forever. I mean, that's the other FUD. Oh, oh, it's gonna catch on fire. All this, it's gonna break down. Long-term maintenance. Oh, do you know these things are no good after a couple of years? You're like, oh, that's weird because (laughs) the thing I bought in 2017 is still sitting in the exact same place. Nothing's gone wrong. I've never made, I cleaned it out one time, you know, whatever, I filter the air. Sure I only run it so many months a year and I take care of it, but it's kinda like an old car, right? I mean you're like did you drive it around the mud bog or did you you put it in a clean garage and like, you know, wipe down the fenders? There's still old cars around, right? So there's still gonna be old hashboards around, just kind of depends.
0: Know. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, there's a lot of development in this space. We've gone over to some of the uh, great projects and I'll link your page in the show notes, but why don't you tell you've been very generous with your time sharing the awesome projects that are going on, your knowledge and everything like that. So right. I really appreciate you coming on. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and, you know, what, what, what you got going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks again for having me. I mean, the time zoom by. Hope I can be on again sometime and I'll like can't wait to check out more of your your more your stuff. I mean, I think it's probably about our year and year or so anniversary of knowing each other. We talked a while back and it's been a good year. Um, so I'm at Hashing to Heating with a two, hashing 2 heating uh, on Twitter. Um, hashing to heating.com is the webpage. There's a bunch of stuff on there under the resource tab. You can kind of go there and find a network of all the other plebs and it's all searchable and all that kind of stuff. There's lots of links and lots of articles and things, hopefully more. And, you know, that's going to get better over time. Um, Feel free to schedule like a half hour, hour, you know, hour, whatever, 40 minute kind of consult. I'm happy to kind of everybody from pleb to big business, you know, feel free to hit me up and just like talk through your things and see if it's something you're, you're into, if you're, you know, into pursuing it or not, that's cool. And if you're into pursuing it with me, I'm happy to help you if, uh, or you know, in any way, but uh, feel free to reach out kind of, like I said, to like do a little chat, like I'm doing wait, basically with Brandon here, we could do that about your projects or your home. Um, the potentials everywhere makes me super happy. Uh, Bitcoin Citadel stuff is happening all over the place. I mean, everything's happening all over the place. So don't worry about the price, get your Sats right? I mean,
0: yeah, now's the perfect time to get into it and workshop all this stuff, right? So, yeah,
1: it's you know. a gift. This these prices are a gift to me. I mean, not to, to all of us, it's a gift, but to, to actually, I mean, it all makes sense. I, you know, in retrospect, like a friend of mine who I got into Bitcoin she, around 8K, and you know, she's happy. But I remember like sitting at her, like she used to have a thing at her her dining room table, a bunch of artists. They would, you know, have these white paper all over the table and we'd draw stuff at dinner time or whatever. And I would draw these kind of like charts and stuff, and I'd be like, Wow, oh, it was like the bullroom was going on then, it was going crazy. And I'm all like, There's gonna come a day when it's gonna be right back here at 30. Like, see where it is? Like, there's no way these spikes, and she's like, Oh, no, it's going to the move for going hundred grand. I'm like, it'll be a 30 someday again. I didn't didn't expect this, but I mean, yeah, it's still the same. You always gotta remember that it's gonna do that thing, and it's it's here. It's, it's here for all the people that said they wanted to get in and they should get in and, and work on all these things with us. Thanks buddy. Yeah,
0: exactly. You should definitely get in and, uh, reach out to John. And if you want something that's in your house or something like that, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, like I said, reach out to him or maybe, uh, find out one of these companies that's doing something. I was actually like kind of Googling around here. I think I need to get a new water heater within the next, uh, year or two so maybe it's one of those things where i get a a bitcoin miner to to heat my uh to yeah as a water heater coming up here soon so yeah i Um, mean if
1: you know like i said nothing else it's more like the um they've got the simplest way for that is indirect water heater that they already make for boilers or for any other kind of thing bitcoin miner on immersion kit sitting right next to it it runs a loop into that and then all your water from the cold ground in the winter, wherever, or the cold ground all the time comes into that tank. It gets heated by the miner to the maximum temp. And then it goes from there into your normal hot water heater. That's just repairable by anybody and that kind of thing. And that water heater doesn't have to work at all. So it's another holding tank for hot water. So essentially, as long as you know, you're using it at a normal pace, it's getting replenished with water that's hotter than it needs to be. And it just sits there and waits for you to use it so and then the day comes when three people come and take a shower and it's all gone then the other water heater can react and work like it normally should and bring that water up to temp really quick while the bitcoin miner is working to catch up and like reheat the other one right so it's kind of like that's the ultimate system for that and when we can combine those two into one standalone unit get on it engineers yeah then everybody you know you're good to go so that's
0: my that's my calling card right now or uh, call out for all the engineers to to get that done. But, uh, John, thanks so much for you. for your time. Everybody check him out. His page is great. And his website. Check out his website. He's got a bunch of great resources so you can start educating yourself on a lot of that stuff and go. figure out some of the cool, cool projects. So, John, thanks so much. We'll have to have you back on for sure. Yeah,
1: please. There's always more. We'll, we'll give you, you know, maybe a yearly thing or something or a six month or and then we'll say what the newest the newest stuff is.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, John, thanks so much. Sweet.